Hey everybody, it me, I'm back. Thank you so much for all the birthday wishes last week. I really appreciated them and I hope that you've had a good two weeks since you heard from me last. Something that I forgot to mention on the last, I'd say maybe two episodes of the podcast, is that I was accepted into West Coast Craft, um, which is going to be in Los Angeles on December 7th and December 8th of this year. I'm going to be sharing a booth with my friend Brooke. Uh, she has a an earring company called Brooke Creative Co. And uh, she makes some really cool handmade clay earrings, lots of pretty colors and shapes. So uh, you should check her out. Uh, her Instagram is Brooke Creative Co. And uh, we'll both be there. So if you're in the LA area and you are a frequent listener of mine and you'd like to meet me in person, come say hi. I am going to be selling merchandise, and really, I mean, my main goal is to spread the word about the podcast. Um, It'd be awesome to sell a bunch of stuff, but I'd like to just, you know, meet some people in person and share the podcast with them and help spread the word. So um, if you're in the area that weekend, come say hi. Just a reminder, if you do want to buy any kind of merchandise, um, go to the website, mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. There's lots of cool stuff there for sale. I kind of forget to mention it sometimes, so in case you're a new listener, I do have things for sale on a website. Lots of cool stuff. Um, Check it out. And as always, I've noticed I've gotten a few more ratings on the podcast in the last few weeks. Thank you. I really appreciate those. Um, If you've been meaning to write a review, now would be a great time because I'm kind of hitting a point where I think like if I get a few more reviews in, it could take the podcast up to another level in terms of listenership and gaining um gaining new listeners so if it's something you've been meaning to do and you have like not even five minutes it shouldn't take you that long if you have the time to put into doing that for me I'd really appreciate it even if it's just a sentence or two that would be awesome um or if maybe you have something negative you want to say I hope not but you know I'm open to any kind of uh constructive criticism if you have any And don't forget to follow along on Instagram. I've been getting better about, you know, keeping up and being consistent with the account and posting cool content. I feel like I start a lot of interesting conversations on there just by asking some some questions and curious to see your answers. So if you're not following along on Instagram, it's at my best vintage life podcast, pretty easy to find. Um, And then if you're interested in learning more about me, in my life, you can follow along on my personal account. It's at basic.bougie.bridget. And I think I have a link to both accounts in each account. So just easy to click through and follow. Um, not saying you have to follow me on my personal one, but you might get to know me better as a person, I guess. The voice behind the podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so today, you know, we're kind of in like a nice day today. It's not too hot in Fresno, which is super cool. Um, but I've been thinking a lot about fall lately. I feel like once you hit a certain point in summer, you know, you get excited for summer and you get out your summer clothes or maybe you're one of those awesome people that has your wardrobe so like narrowed down that you don't have to put clothes away to fit all your other clothes during the opposite seasons. But I feel like a lot of people put their summer, summer clothes away and like you get them out and you get excited for summer, you get out your bathing suits and then, uh, you know. You just have like a few hot days and you're like, oh, fuck, I just want to wear some sweaters and some jeans. And, um, you know, growing up on the East Coast, I feel like that time 
you know, like this time of year, it's still hot, but like fall is much closer. Whereas here in Fresno, it stays hot a lot longer, or just warm in general. So I don't feel like we get to true fall until like the end of October, sometimes into November here. Whereas back home, I feel like it kind of starts cooling down at the end of September. So it's been a it's been a change for me. It's been interesting, you know, in terms of what I wear and how long I wear it. I definitely had a bigger winter wardrobe when I moved and now I've kind of, you know, parted with a lot of my winter stuff, given it to people back east or donated it or whatever. And then I have slowly built up more of a summer wardrobe. So anyways, I'm at that point now where I'm kind of still in East Coast mode and like, okay, summer's over. Let's think about fall. And, you know, maybe you're listening somewhere where you're in an opposite hemisphere and um, you're going into, you know, summer soon, uh, where as we'll be going into fall and winter. So um, I apologize because I know I do have a lot of listeners in Australia and New Zealand and uh, <laughs> places in the southern hemisphere. So I apologize um, if this is going to be boring to you because you're kind of coming out of it. However... I do think that you could um, utilize this because eventually it'll be fall there again. Or maybe you can, you know, do some end of season shopping for next fall. So stick with me. Um, Honestly, I didn't really think about that until I put this episode together and I was kind of like, oh, crap. My episode was actually originally going to be about inclusivity with uh, vintage. And obviously, I'm not really doing too good of a job. (laughs) with that right now I feel bad but stick with me southern hemisphere folks I promise um I'll do one next year for summer and that way we'll get all our bases covered anyways so uh what I'm talking about today are key fall vintage pieces so I don't really want to talk too much about trends I'm not really a trend person I think that too many people are guided by trends and then you end up with clothes in your wardrobe that you're not going to wear again for a long time because trends are cyclical and they do come back. But I think I am more of like a um, a tried and true piece person. So I like having things in my wardrobe that I know no matter what the trends are year after year, I can get some use out of these items. And that's really one of the beautiful things about vintage is that There are some categories and some types of pieces and silhouettes that, you know, you can wear them year after year versus just wearing them for one season. Now, vintage can also be good for trends because you can find stuff in a thrift store or at a vintage store for a lower price and you're not buying fast fashion, which a lot of people turn to for trendy pieces. I think if you're going to go the trendy route, go uh, secondhand, you know, I'm not not even saying it has to be vintage, could be used. I think it's just the better way to go. But for me, my my thing is just buying pieces that I know I can wear again and again and again. And I think because you can do both with vintage, that really shows the the versatility of it as a collective whole. So today we're going to talk about things that I personally think if you get this season, you can definitely wear next season and the season after that. And you just prolong the life of the garment. You take care of your clothes and, um, you know, stop spending money at, with companies that, you know, are kind of devastating our environment and don't really care about the people who make the clothes for them. So um, I will start off with my first suggestion, which would be a fisherman's sweater or some people say an Aaron sweater. Um, 
kind of getting harder and harder to find, but I, I think that they are still able to be found. Um, and I, I personally would, if you're going to get one, I would get one that's like 100% wool and made very well. Sometimes you can find them in their acrylic, um, which is okay. You know, it's a little bit easier to maintain. Um, but the wool ones really are the highest quality. And I think some of the prettiest ones and, you know, they, they don't all look the same. Sometimes they have different stitching or somebody's embroidered things into them like flowers and stuff like that. So it's really your personal preference, but I like them because, um, for the most part, they're like a cream colored, um, tone. And that really goes with just about anything. And, you know, we're talking about versatile pieces here. So you could pair it with a skirt, you could pair it with jeans, you could, you know, pair it over a dress, whatever you want to do. Um, excuse me, Art's interrupting the podcast. What is that? Oh, he's, he's bringing me half of a cupcake. I can't eat that while I'm recording though. Thank you. You're so nice. Tell Art is one of the nicest guys in the world. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, you made me forget. Oh, the Aaron sweater. Yes. So, um, you know, I, I was saying you could wear it over a dress. Lots of different things you can do with a sweater. Because um, I think it can also be used to, like, maintain your temperature and keep you warm. And I'm not, you know what? Even if you don't like fisherman sweaters, let's say you hate them, you could find any kind of sweater that works for you. I think it's just good to pick one in a neutral color um, that you can wear with a lot of different things. So if you think like, oh God, Bridget, I hate those things. They're ugly, whatever. If that's your opinion, that's cool. Just find a sweater for yourself that's something that's vintage and something that um, that you feel like will be around for a while. Check out the fibers, make sure they're in good shape and make sure it's something that you will actively want to take care of. Okay. Number two, quilted jackets. So I'm definitely seeing a quilted trend for the fall. There was a lot of quilted items on the runway. And uh, one of the things that we sell here at Baz Brothers is liner jackets. So they come out of old military parkas. You have a lot of different types of liners. And there's also pants as well. But they're a really pretty color green. And it varies in tone from like a sage to an olive to kind of like an in-between um, I don't want to say pistachio, but I don't know. Regardless, there's really pretty green tones in the quilted jacket world. And, um, you know, there's some companies out there right now that are that are doing their own take on it. But I think if you can buy a vintage one that really looks the most authentic, and um, there are some people that have been taking them and making new jackets out of it like for example we took liners and made like a maxi liner coat and if you saw me this winter at all and I was wearing one well you'll know I was actually wearing them quite frequently I have a black one um and a green one and I I probably wore them almost every day and the one thing that I really like about a military liner is that they clean up pretty easy like um if you get anything on them most of the time I just like wet a paper towel and wipe it off I mean obviously I wash them too but they're very easy to keep clean and very, very, very warm. And I think they look super stylish. So, um, you know, if that's not your thing, if you don't like the surplus look, there's definitely other quilted options. Right now, a lot of people are making items out of old quilts. 
for me being from Pennsylvania, I kind of tend to refer to them as Amish quilts. Um, I always assume everybody knows what Amish people are. If you don't, I'm not going to go into it. You can look it up on your own. But um, there are very talented people who, for the most part, have a base in Pennsylvania. They are located throughout other parts of the United States, and they maintain a very simple, uh, peaceful life. And one of the things that they are known for, um, besides their amazing baked goods, are quilts. (laughs) And, um, you know... I I don't think it's anything that I ever thought was super special, but now I see people using vintage quilts, and they might not necessarily be Amish, but they're using them to make really beautiful items, whether it be jackets or pouches or purses. So there are other ways to wear quilting that isn't in a surplus manner. So if, you know, you're looking for maybe a more feminine approach, I definitely think that the, the true quilts, like made out of an actual quilted blanket, is a good option for you. Number three would be a trench. So I think it really depends on where you live. Um, If you're in a rain-prone area, I don't think it's a bad idea at all for the fall to have a rain trench, something that's, um, you know, waterproof. I have a really cool sage green military one that I wear when it rains, you know, like never here. (laughs) I get so excited. Even if it's cloudy and it's the winter, I still wear it because I think, oh, maybe it'll rain and I'll have my raincoat on. But you can definitely find a lot of good vintage rain jackets and or some type of outerwear. You know, not everybody likes um, a long trench coat and that's okay. Maybe you can find something that hits more at the waist or something like that. But, um, you know, rainproofing and waterproofing has been around for a long time. So it's not like you need to buy modern there. Um, You know, and I'm not even saying you have to buy something that's waterproof. Maybe you live in an area that's just tends to be more on the chilly side, but you don't get a ton of rain. Well, then you can wear, um, then you can wear just like a basic trench coat. I really love the vintage Burberry trenches. Um, if you're lucky enough to find one of those in your size, I have not been. Um, we do, Art gets them pretty frequently here, but they're usually pretty large sizes. Um you know, that's, that's a keeper. That's like a season after season after season thing that you definitely should take care of and and cherish. So any kind of trench I think will do this season. Straight leg denim. I say straight leg because I think, you know, Art and I, and just me in general, we've talked about different denim trends, mom jeans, flares, uh, stovepipe. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that is kind of like more cyclical on the denim side but I think going with just like you know a typical 501 505 you can crop them you can roll them you can they're so versatile and I think that they are much more likely to be in season every year I mean you can't go wrong with like just a basic pair of vintage jeans Uh, versus the trendy ones and I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you want to dabble in a trend of some sort with denim but I think everybody should have one pair of blue jeans and one pair of black jeans that they can wear in the fall winter maybe even spring Um, and I'm not even saying it has to be Levi's it could be you know Wrangler or Lee depending on what your your preference is just something basic um, that you can really pair with anything and that goes with anything in your wardrobe. So I would stick to something with a straight leg that's 
kind of universally flattering for everyone. And uh, I just, I don't think you can go wrong there. Okay, so next, vintage sweatshirt. So if you follow me on Instagram, you saw recently I posted my favorite vintage sweatshirt. It's a basically like a black graphic sweatshirt, very well worn. Uh, and that's really personal preference. Some people like screen prints. Some people just like plain. I think it's good to stick to a neutral color, something that you can wear with everything, something that you can wear while you're relaxing, something that you can wear to your workout class or to the gym, something that you could wear with jeans for like a casual night out. Um, I personally wear my sweatshirt all the time when I travel, especially on airplanes because it's like a nice layering piece and it keeps me cozy. So find your vintage sweatshirt and I know if you're anything like me you probably own a ton of them but there's the one that you love the most and the one that you wear the most so try to find something that you can get a lot of wear out of and that is pretty neutral in terms of pairing it with the rest of your wardrobe painter pants okay so we have been selling a lot of painter pants and it seems to be a trend that is not going anywhere um I personally really love them. I like that for the most part they're a neutral base that I can play around with different dye palettes and really make them what I want them to be. However, they are really beautiful undyed as well. They're typically white or a really pretty cream color. And, um, you know, whether you want to try a color or try something neutral, I think painter pants can be... um, a really cute addition to everybody's wardrobe, whether you're, you know, a girl, a guy, uh, whatever you identify as, I think you can't go wrong. And, um, you know, sometimes we get sick of jeans or sick of wearing dresses or sick of wearing skirts. And it's like, okay, what can I try that's different? And I think a painter pan is a different approach to, you know, just another version of denim. Um, Try something different. And they're typically pretty cozy and usually 100% cotton or a blend so they're also pretty breathable as well in case you get one of those late summer days where you know it's like late in the season but still a little hot so definitely try painter pants if you're looking for something new there okay fur fur coat (laughs) okay so these um tend to be pretty easy to find and I said faux because I think it's just less offensive for everyone and they're typically pretty easy to clean. If you can find some sort of faux fur coat, it's a tongue twister, um, definitely grab it. Like if you're at a thrift store and you see one and it fits you, just get it. <laughs> it's something good to have. I personally love any kind of like leopard or animal print. Um, but, you know, there's also neutral colors as well. I think that it's a fun thing to have especially closer to the holiday season when you're going to parties and um looking to look fancier dress up your look a little bit um i definitely definitely think a faux fur coat is is the answer for a lot of a lot of problems out there all the fashion problems Uh, But also at the same time, it's just fun to wear any time of day, whether you're, you know, going to meet up with friends or going grocery shopping. You know, there's plenty of times where wearing a coat like that is perfectly acceptable. Um, I, 
I don't know. I'm just like not a dress down person. I feel like whenever I leave the house, unless I'm going to like the barn to see my horse, um, I'm usually pretty well dressed. I just feel like you never know who you're going to run into. And the one nice thing about a faux fur coat is that um, you can throw it on pretty much anything and it looks fancy. I've definitely worn mine to like Pilates class before over my workout pants and it just makes me feel fancier and (laughs) more put together. Um, So if you're looking to dress up just about any kind of look, a faux fur coat is really a good option and a good way to go. So um, oh, and you know, as I'm going through these, if you find any of these while you're out thrifting, vintage shopping, maybe going through your own wardrobe, you know, sometimes that's a really great thing to do is just like shop your own wardrobe and reconfigure the way you think about it to come up with new outfits and new styles and new looks. So if you're doing any of that and, and you find these things, um, someone had sent me a picture because we had been talking about the trends that come back and she had sent me a picture of a blossom hat she found while she was out thrifting um and I think I I posted it on Instagram and said you know I love when you guys are out doing your homework and um you know it was just kind of like a former teacher joke but you are in a sense you know you heard something I said and then you're out looking for it so if you're out and about and you're buying any of these things to incorporate into your fall wardrobe please um you know send me a picture I I love that or like if you post it on Instagram tag me so that I can share it in my stories um just you know fun to see what you guys are finding because everybody's in a different part of the country everybody's in a different part of the world and um I don't know it's just it's fun for me to see what you find so just a little side note there okay so the next thing on my list is vintage fleece so um I feel like this is like a very high demand thing right now people are very into like vintage Patagonia vintage LL Bean um there are some off brands as well uh North Face I'm like ugh, I don't know North Face just really brings back bad memories for me of girls in college that had terrible style and that's all they wore with like Ugg boots every day and Victoria's Secret sweatpants. So I have just like, I think I'm permanently scarred by North Face. <laughs> I'm very much a Patagonia girl. Columbia as well has some really pretty um, fleeces. I think this is definitely one place where you can like maybe not go the neutral route and pick like a fun color or a fun design. I have, what do I have at home? I have a vintage... L.L. Bean, and it has kind of like, oh, I don't want to like offend anyone here, try to be sensitive. It's like Native American-esque drawings on it. Um, And then I have a vintage Columbia one that's kind of like three bright colors, but they're not like striped. It's kind of like squiggled in and I don't know how to describe it. But anyways, Uh, with these I feel like when people especially when they come to us to buy them they're looking for the bright colors and they're looking for the the patterns and the prints so if that's you know if there's one area on this list that I think you should like have some fun and find something bright um definitely go that route and I don't think it's a bad idea like if you're out hiking or doing something in nature to have a bright color on (laughs) um unless you know I mean people obviously wear camouflage when they're hunting to blend in but 
uh, it's not a bad idea just in case you get lost or somebody's looking for you to have a bright color on. Can't say it's, you know, I mean, I'd probably rather have on like neon blue than I would black if I was in the woods and lost. So definitely not a bad idea there. Not that I'm like some seasoned hiker or anything. Hiking, actually, I love it, but it scares me at the same time. Just because hiking on the West Coast in California is a completely different ball game than it is back east. I don't I feel like I didn't know anybody back east that really ever went hiking. People went camping, but I don't really know. I never knew any hikers until I moved um, to the West Coast. So sorry, just a little sidetrack there. But um, definitely a vintage fleece. And I'm not saying that you just have to wear them when you're outdoors. You can definitely wear them as, um, you know a warmth layer or being cozy that would be another great thing to take on a plane um pretty versatile with what you can do with it so if anybody finds any any of those and like wants to buy one for themselves oh send me a pic I love seeing those I like finding the super bright prints and just like colors in general so yes okay um a blazer preferably like an oversized boyfriend one if you can find a good blazer this season definitely buy it for yourself I'm really feeling like black and emerald um I think those are two really cool colors for blazers also like an oxblood as well I don't really wear much navy um but if you do wear navy or brown a lot then go for that those just really aren't my colors per se I think when it comes to a blazer if I'm not wearing black I really like jewel tones um but yeah and, and definitely like try to find something that you maybe you can like take the shoulder pads out of or um something that you can have like tailored to be a more modern fit some people like fitted blazers I personally like a boyfriend fit I don't even know if that's politically correct to say anymore I'll just say an oversized fit um and you know be mindful of the fabric and think about like the care that goes into owning it so if it's a synthetic you're most likely going to have to dry clean it or as you remember from our care episode wet cleaning is the best um but you know there's always really great blazers out there that are made of more natural materials too so Whatever you can find, I definitely think it's a good investment to have because it can really dress up an outfit. It can dress up jeans. It can dress up a t-shirt, just about anything. I think really um, blazers look best when they're paired with something that is more on the casual side. I, I, I can't tell you the last time I wore like a blazer with pants, like a pantsuit. Um, I have no idea probably when I was teaching maybe I don't know I was pretty casual when I taught so I think um you know it's a cool it's a cool approach and I think you know it could be really useful for parents going to you know back to school parent teacher conferences you want to be the cool mom or the cool dad you can definitely pair a blazer with like a fun t-shirt and uh you know show up to your kid's school looking professional I've had this conversation with people who people that are teachers or people that have children and talking about like how parents show up to these sorts of things and it's just absurd you know it's like everything starts at home in my opinion for children so you need to put your best foot forward for your child and I think setting a good tone with what are appropriate things to wear for certain events that's a really great thing to do not that I'm a parent but I definitely can say as a teacher it's it's a good lesson for your child to learn so um 
you know that was just like in terms of the fall theme and back to school that was the one thing that kind of stuck out in my mind was like oh that would be a great thing for people to wear going to any kind of like school events but also you know if you have a job where you're you're you know it's a little bit more on the casual side your dress code or whatever but you have like a presentation or something you can dress it up with a blazer or a suit coat of some sort so that's just my two cents on that okay shoes so I just wrote shoes because everybody has super particular footwear interests um some people like heels some people like clogs some people like boots whatever your favorite silhouette of shoe is I challenge you this fall to find something vintage something that's made better than probably most things you'll get on the market today and something that you know will last you just making sure that it's in good condition it could be a vintage hiking boot it could be a vintage like lug sole mary jane it could be vintage doc martens um, vintage vans like whatever it is that you wear just find something that you think you can get even more use out of instead of buying a new pair of shoes and you know be mindful of where it was made typically a lot of older shoes actually were made in the USA or like Dr. Martens, um, you know, they were made in the UK. So whatever it is you like, that's just my challenge to you. Find something that is uh, vintage instead of buying new this season. And I think that you'll be surprised how much life you get out of it compared to buying something new. So those were really my suggestions. I hope that you enjoyed them. Um, and if you have any that you feel like I missed, I you know feel free to to tell me something that you think would be appropriate for for key fall vintage pieces. Um, so oh, let's see, what was I gonna say? I had one thing. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> don't forget if you're looking to treat yourself to some green, clean beauty. Uh, I am a full name beauty ambassador, and I do have a code for 15% off your order. It's ref, R-E-F underscore basic bougie Bridget. So it's my, it's my Instagram name on my personal account. They have some really great products, and with the seasons changing, your skin will probably be changing too. So it's always good, especially in the winter, fall and winter time, once temperatures change, to invest in a uh, really good moisturizer so if you're in the market for some new skincare definitely um check it out and um that's pretty much all i have oh if you have any listener um sub submissions that would be awesome so basically what i'm looking for is like a favorite vintage piece of yours maybe something from your family something of a friend that has you know significant meaning to you a picture and maybe like a paragraph about it um, I haven't had one in a while. I know a few people have said that they have them, but they just haven't sent them. So if that's something that um, interests you, sharing that on the show, I would love it. So feel free to um, send me an Instagram message and, you know, you can send me the picture that way or your your text that way, whatever you want to say about it. And um, I don't know. I think I think it would be nice to hear one. I haven't heard one in a while. So looking forward to that and that is about all I have for this week so if in the meantime um you know stay safe don't be basic and once again thank you for the birthday wishes 
and I'm just wishing everybody, um, you know, a happy, happy August. Enjoy these, I shouldn't say last days of summer, but if, you know, if you're a parent or if you're a college student and you're going back to school, definitely take some time to do something nice for you and enjoy, you know, your last few days off. And if you are starting a new school year, um, I wish you the best of luck with that. And I hope that it's your best year yet. So in the meantime, stay safe. Don't be basic. Bye. Thank you.